we back, bitches. <laughs> Found out <laughs> two weekends ago. Apparently, I'm type A. Would you consider myself type A? No, never. That's what I thought. Who said you were type A? Okay. I'd like to have a conversation with this person. Okay, so this is... They are not your friend. I will... I will... <laughs> no, I will agree with them in a way, but they said not full-heartedly you're type A. You can sway... You can be swayed easily. You have a type A OCD. Yeah. Well, the reason was I booked in a, um, a reservation, and if we're late, I freak out. I need to be on time for everything. So that's where I'm that's type just being A. polite. Yeah, I'm very right. <laughs> I don't think that's type A. But just being polite. If it wasn't me booking the reservation, that's where I'm not a type A. If somebody else booked it, I'd be like, I don't care if you're late. It's not on my name. That's how I am, and I feel bad about yeah, that. You don't want to get kicked off open table. I'm about to be kicked off open table. Are you really? Probably. I've already Why? lost. I've already. What'd you do? I forgot to cancel three reservations. So. How are you making up? I don't know. What? My friend what does it. What is life you live? My... You have all these <laughs> reservations. My friend does it. She says, book reservations so you, like, ahead of time so you have things to do and you have to worry about getting into a cool restaurant so I book ahead of time and then I forget about it oh, so what my my friend she booked a reservation at Burns for six people and she forgot about it Wait, that's why you're gonna get picked off open table because you're booking these yeah freaking places that are so hard to get into yeah well I didn't book Burns I can't get into Burns anymore whoever doesn't know Burns is steakhouse in Tampa it's like yeah, if you only can book a reservation at 10 o'clock at night to get in. It's like you go stupid. for the ambiance, though. I would like to put out a very um, controversial opinion that we might lose a lot of followers oh, for. Burns is overrated. Charlie's is a much better steakhouse. Their food is better. However, you go to Burns for the ambiance and the dessert room. I would agree. In terms of, like, steak and food, I think Charlie's is better. I would agree because I've I've experienced both, and I'm also not a big foodie, but I will say Charlie's was awesome. Like, the food was amazing, but yeah, Burns had an incredible experience, like, a lot of history to it, and yeah. it has, like, red wallpaper or velvet wallpaper. Yeah, you go for the ambiance. Yeah. And the people watching there is pretty phenomenal. Yeah. I do think a good... If you want to go to Burns, I think the way to do it is to sit at the bar and have a glass of wine and a couple appetizers at the bar or in the lounge area. You don't need to sit and have a full meal to experience Burns. And then go up to the dessert room after. I was going to say, I think for most people, um, the dessert room is worth it. No. Yeah. That's cool. I would say that. I can't believe you're about to be kicked off open table. <laughs> well, I feel like and it's a... you're making all these reservations and you have not invited me to a single one of them. <laughs> a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm about to. I'm about to. Now they threw it out there. No, I'm kidding. It's usually when people come to town. The last time I booked one, because when my boyfriend... Um, my brother's girlfriend, Nina, came down... And for work. So she was going to be here Friday night. So we booked a reservation at uh, uh, Ava's, the Italian place. So Ava? that is that called? Oh, God. Is it Ava? Ava. What? How do you know? How do you know it's Ava? Is it Because Ava? Italians don't say Ava. Well, I begged to dipper. Ava. I'm going to look this up while you tell your story. Okay, Ava. So we went to Ava's, and that's where I was like, Everybody got to go because we went to grab a drink at the Epicurean before. Um, but yeah, Frank, a couple of Frank's friends came and one of um, Frank's friend's wives came. But 
Yeah. Uh, but typically it's when people come to visit is when I'm booking last minute reservations or um, ahead of time. It's just Frank and I. I'm trying to book like a nice romantic thing and then I forget about it or we decide not to go and I didn't cancel. So I'm trying to. Yeah, I'm like Frank soon enough. I'm just going to have to book everything on his email. So yeah, <laughs> because I'm going to have to start making reservations. Yeah, yeah. that is. Um our friend's love language is reservations and she told that to one of the leaders at our company she was like oh, for me it's just making reservations like, so i forgot what the comment was but like that making reservations gets her excited oh my god <laughs> well speaking it's of burns, ava. i can't find okay well, it's ava we'll We're get gonna back take a to poll. it yeah, we'll take a poll after this. I'm sure I'm, I know I'm wrong, but I, I like to argue for no reason. Oh, great. So <laughs> I'm like, you know what? I'm right. So I found I'm also very competitive and it's funny. Frank is too. But uh, yeah, about to get kicked off open table soon enough. We'll see. We'll report back on that next month. Um, <laughs> yeah, we'll need a status update. <laughs> okay, so we need some updates for you um, in terms of your, <clears throat> since we last chatted. Oh, my wonderful... Dating life? Yeah. Well, it is going well. It's going well now. Well, well yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, I don't like to jinx things. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah. So I do have some fun stories from the last time. Since yeah. It's been two whole months. Yeah. It's been lots long. of shit stories can happen in two months. Um, so the guy, I feel like I listened back to the old podcast because I was in my head. I'm like, <laughs> what was the last time? And I had gone on my first date with that kid where I went to the lightning game. Yes. And I definitely did not share. I don't think I shared how great our first kiss was after that date. <clears throat> I don't even know if I told you that. No, you did not. I mean, so not. very nice guy. Moved here recently from the Midwest. Very polite gentleman, whatever. So go to the lightning game, have a good time, go to a bar afterwards for a couple of drinks. And then he's walking me to the parking garage. I did not give me the vibes of kissing me at all, which I was fine with. And we're talking outside the parking garage and then he leans in and kisses me. And I was so caught off guard that by the time I like leaned back in to the kiss, he had already pulled away and started talking. So I kissed his chin. <laughs> so I walked out oh, of the car and I was like, all right, well, I'm never seeing this kid again. But we did, we went out a couple more times. Um, very nice, but there just wasn't like a chemistry connection. Yeah. And you, he just moved here. He came from a town of like a thousand people. So I feel like. I think it was his high school. I don't even know. Oh man. Maybe Heidi. like 30 people. Yeah. Yeah. They all like. Did, yeah. Yeah. But so I feel like he's in the city now. Good looking kid. He's a little bit younger. Um, dating multiple people, which, you know, you're dating. You should. Yeah. So it just kind of like. I don't feel like there was this intense interest on either party. So uh, that fizzled. And then I matched. Oh, I changed my age bracket. Okay. Um, what is the age bracket now? So before I think I was like 29, which is way too young, 29 to 34. And then I upped it and I did like, I think 35 to 42. So when I did that, I matched with this guy. He's a physical therapist. He was 40. Smoke show. And we matched. And I, it was on Bumble, so I had to initiate. And he was wearing a Miami Dolphin shirt. And I said, 
trying not to judge you for your choice of football team. <laughs> and I said, I'm allowed. I'm from Miami. And he's like, ooh, burn. Where'd you go to high school? Or would you rather grab a drink and tell me? Ooh, I like and that. I was like, boom. Yep, sign me up. Let's go. What are you doing Thursday? So we met up Thursday, had drinks, um, had a good time, left. He still didn't get my number, which clearly I didn't learn from being catfish the time before because I didn't get his score. But we hadn't even like talked on the app. It was match. Your football team sucks. Cool. Do you want to grab a drink? Yeah. Yeah. He knows how to do this. Right. He's like, all right, I've, I've been dating. Well, and so when we're on the date, he's like, so how's Bumble treating you? Oh, God. And I was just kind of like, well, I'm fucking here, aren't I? So yeah. clearly it's not working. Yeah, that's his <laughs> way of saying this fucking sucks. Please be yeah. in my misery. Right? Yeah. Anyway, so he left. He didn't get my number. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to shoot my shot. I messaged him on the app and said, hey, I had a great time. If you want to do it again, here's my number. Gotcha. Cool. So he's like, great. Here's mine. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay. No, annoying. Whatever. So. Well, he texted me. Like, and saying, hey, it's so-and-so, here's my number. So, like, I had it in my phone now. So, I was like, okay. Okay. Didn't hear from him for a few days. And then it was Friday at, like, 9.30. And he said, hey, how's your Friday going? Ugh. You might as well have texted me, you up? Like, <laughs> you might give as well. me a break. Yeah, yeah. You want to hang? So, yeah. I said, oh, you know, great, glad the week's over, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, yeah, just, you know, finished eating dinner, trying to figure out which direction my Friday night's going to go in. And I said, oh, well, I'll be no help. I'm out of friends watching a movie. Yeah. Like, shut it down, whatever. Next day, he texts me at, like, 4.15, hey, do you want to go for a bike ride? And I was like, yeah, when? He's like, I don't know, in, like, 20 minutes? like, nope, sure don't. I'm at a wine bar in Carrollwood with some friends. Yeah. And I was like, you sure like to do things last minute. Yeah. And his response was, plans are overrated. I was like, okay, this is never going to work. And this is why you're so single. Like, yeah. you have to make plans to see somebody. For sure. For sure. And you have to also text them and be like, on a normal hour of the day and ask them how they're doing. Like, hey, great meeting you. Um, how's everything going? Let's try to, yeah, let's try to get together this weekend. Yeah, like, not, hey, you want to hang out in five minutes? Yeah. <laughs> when it's convenient for him. Yeah. Yeah. So... Never saw him again. Yeah. Didn't work. And then I did have someone like me on Hinge who I don't know. I feel like my looks have not changed very much in two years. Yeah, no. But two years ago when I was first on Hinge, we matched. Great conversation. That a year ago. No. Because I was living in the loft. I, I remember was, being in the loft. I know. It was over a year ago because I was dating neighbor for a year and a half before we fizzled out so it was probably close to two years ago and we had matched great conversation wanted to take me to Aunt for our first date so excited and the night before asks me what my Instagram handle is give it to him and then he just blocks me blocks me on Instagram unmatches me on hinge and I messaged all of you like all of our friends and I was like okay, who slept with this guy? Because clearly he saw one of you on my Instagram and was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Whatever. Right. Nobody knew him. You had a mutual friend with him. Yeah. I, I remember being like, I, I don't know who it was. Yeah. Yeah. But I was like, I don't know who this guy is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he liked me. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. It makes so. me feel almost like good, though, that he like. It he, does, but at the same time, I was like, I don't know. I was weird out. You okay, it. man? Like, what's going on yeah. with you? 
Yeah, I didn't even respond. I, part of me wanted to be like, oh, you must have forgotten that I'm the girl who you blah, blah, blah. But I didn't want to give him the satisfaction. Yeah, yeah. Because um, he seems like he probably would have been defensive anyway. Yeah, he's a tool. Yeah. That's crazy. That, what an idiot. He seems like an idiot. He is an idiot. I feel like I want to give his name, but I'm not going to. Yeah. The fuck boy of the day. Fuck boy of the day. Yeah. <laughs> Love that. I have a few fuckboys I can name back in the day. Oh, yeah. I'm very much an incredibly happy relationship, but back in the day, could have given some... You know what's a fuckboy name? I'm putting it out there right now. Yes. What? <laughs> this sounds... Uh, I'm not speaking of my ex or anything, because his name was this. Kyle. Oh, cool, because that's the name of the person that I'm dating now. <laughs> <laughs> and you didn't even connect the dots. Before you said that. <laughs> so anyway, I'm dating a fuckboy. <laughs> I'm dead right now. I know. You like you literally said that and I saw on your face you had no idea that that's <laughs> Yeah. Okay, guys. Backstory. <laughs> and I was not even gonna say what his name was because I feel like I don't ever name who I'm actually dating. <laughs> No, it's too funny. Okay. Not saying not saying all Kyles are bad, but the pig particular Kyles I've dated are bad. How many Kyles have you dated? I mean, no, I've only dated one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so one Kyle. And you know what's funny? I will never name guys I've dated because I don't want to throw them out under the bus, but this guy in particular... He's a bus. We can throw him under the bus. We can 100%. Yeah. Any of my friends who are potentially listening to this, I hope you're laughing because he wholeheartedly was... He was the worst. The worst. The worst. Yeah. yeah it, and, uh, yeah. So, um, but this guy, not. Not a fuckboy. So... No. So I met this guy on Bumble. <laughs> God damn it. Um... We, yeah, we've been seeing each other for a couple weeks now, and it's going really well. I like him. Yeah. Um, he's a little bit older than me, barely, but he has two kids. Um, seems like a great dad, great guy, a lot of fun. So we'll see where this goes. Yeah. Yeah, we're not going to dive too much into it because it's so early on. Yeah. We don't want to jinx it. Don't want to jinx it. But so far, so good. Yeah. Yeah, you seem really excited about him, so. He'll be meeting you and the rest of the crew for the very first time on Sunday. Yeah. Are you at all nervous about I am that? I am absolutely terrified. You are nervous? Um, Mainly for you all. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Not for him. I feel, like, <laughs> I feel like I'm good with new people. No, you are. I'm, no, I'm not... Uh, I'm not nervous about it. I think it's more. No, I don't know. I'm not. I mean, I met his brother. Yeah. And his sister-in-law already. Bring up what you brought up earlier about you introducing him to um, a, your friends yeah. and them judging you almost in a way. You feel well, worried so about it. the thing. So I'm glad you said that because normally I would say, yes, I'm nervous because I feel like there's a few people in the group that aren't gonna love him mm -hmm. and I don't mean that meanly I mean it and he's just not their cup of tea but anybody I date is not going to be their cup of tea so that's fine so I was listening to a podcast that talked about 
when you're introducing someone to your friends, typically our immediate question is, what did you think of him? And it shouldn't matter because they aren't dating him. The question should be, what did you think of how I was with him? Mm -hmm. Was I acting like myself? Was he bringing out the best in me? Was I nervous? Like, how was I responding to him being in my space? Yeah. Because that is what's important. Mm -hmm. Like, were you your complete self? And I think half the time people don't like someone is because you're not yourself when you're with them. And that's why they don't like them. Right. Because the last go round I had in terms of like my last long relationship, it wasn't that they didn't like this person. They actually did like, like him. Um, My guy friends got along with him and stuff, but they were like, he's not your person because you're he just doesn't compliment you in a way he'll compliment somebody else, but he's not complimenting you. You're not, you're not yourself around him. And we could tell that's what everybody would tell me after we broke up. Yeah. And I was like, well, damn, they're like, he wasn't a bad person. He just wasn't your person. And yeah, you didn't, you weren't you around him. We like, you lost a part of yourself almost. I think of Frank. One of the reasons I love him so much is because you are, unapologetically yourself around him no matter what situation you're in yeah like you have never it has never felt forced even the first time we met him and I forgot it was someone's birthday that you brought him to oh um I brought him to pearls pearls no was it pearls yes I think it was pearls birthday frescoes yes it was like when we were only dating like a month then yeah yeah but even then you were 100% yourself Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like quirks and all, sense of humor, just all the things. And I think for a long time, I was always so concerned with what what do my friends think? What will my friends think? Versus I've been spending a few weeks with this person. I like how I feel around him. I like the person I am around him. So hopefully that's reflected when my friends meet him. Yeah. So, no, I'm not nervous. Um, I think it is overwhelming for him because there's like 15 of us going to this tour thing. Is he like, he, does he have a good, uh, circle of friends? I think so. I mean, he's got a big family, so he's hangs with his family a lot, but he has a good group Mm -hmm. of friends. So, which is great. That's good to hear. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I used to be very, very nervous when it was somebody I was like, not myself around Mm -hmm. but you're always but you're always still nervous like I was still nervous to introducing Frank even though I was like you said like unapologetically myself I was but I still was nervous because you know there are some people that are like it's good nerves though it's good nerves yeah it is and kind of on the same topic here but like I feel like I just met with one of my friends who you know she met somebody seven eight months ago yeah you won't name their name but she's like over the moon, happy. Love it. Had coffee with her the other day and got all the scoop on oh, everything. Yeah. So yeah. happy. She's like, so happy. I'm happy. I'm so happy for her. Um, she's been through whoever's listening. She's been through a lot of a shitstorm of crazy relationships. Yeah. But um, she said, "Man," which stuck with me. She's like, "Man, I didn't realize how easy this is supposed to be." Like, you know. And I was like, "It's so fucking easy when you meet the right person. It's." crazy easy and it's like she's like I never realized that because I always thought it was relationships were supposed to be work which which they are but 
put the work. Not like every day right. kind of work to the point where it's like you're fighting for your life. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Literally. Yeah. But you're right. There is every relationship is work and there's quirks and like things that you have to fine tune and balance out or love. Everybody's right. love languages are typically different, but it, it typically is like easy to go through those challenges when you found the right person. Yeah. I would agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But that well, stuck with me. It resonated with me. And I was just like, well, I, I've already heard that before. And I've also agreed with that once I met Frank. But yeah, I don't know. That's like word of advice in terms of relationship. Let it, like when you're yourself, you're, you know, yeah. you don't have to change who you are. No, you don't have to put on a front. You don't mm-hmm. feel like you have to put on, a, you know, be this certain person that you're not. And so, no, I'm, I'm looking forward to Sunday. I wish the weather was going to be a little nicer, but. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to meet him. Um, yeah, I will be asking him some questions. I'm kidding. I'm going to be chill. I'm going to be, you're not going to worry about me. No, I am not worried about you. (laughs) There's only two people that I'm like, oh man, one of our friends is going to armchair the shit out of him if she ever gets him in a corner alone. Oh no. Yeah. Another friend is just going to pepper him with questions. Yeah. So, but I'm going to prep him beforehand. Yeah, do a little pep, pep What pep to pep. expect from each individual. <laughs> tell him I'm the coolest. But, <laughs> I'm just kidding. And I'm going to tell Sorry. you, like, all of you just need to give him, like, like a good plug of me, like. I'll say whatever I want to him if you want. What? Just whisper stuff in my ear and I'll tell him. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So, I'm excited for you. You seem yeah. really happy about this, this, um, this guy. So, I'm crossing my fingers. Thanks. And we'll we'll, we'll report back two yeah. months from now. I was just, just going <laughs> to say we gotta we gotta get some some stuff on the calendar. So. Yeah, I do want to bring up this topic of uh, relationship topic, and you know when do you know when to walk away, right, from a guy that you're just hanging out with, a girl that you're just hanging out with? They're not committed. They're not you know throwing a label out there. You're not getting answers. When you, when do you know when it's time to walk away? It's not going anywhere. How long will you let this drag out? 378 <laughs> days, 14 hours, and 26 minutes. <laughs> I yeah. Think, yeah, most I, people do. Drag it out for a fucking long time. Well, and I think that's a hard question because it also depends on what you as an individual are looking for. So... Mm-hmm. I was recently dating someone who was very clear from the beginning that they were not looking for a relationship, that they just wanted to date. Yeah. Okay. A few months in, we've had the conversation. We are only dating each other. Okay. We are hanging out all the time, going on dates, cooking dinner, meeting friends, coming to birthdays, buying birthday presents for each other, meeting parents. So uh, when I met the mom, it was my birthday weekend and she came to my birthday party. And at that point we had been dating for almost a year because we started dating uh around halloween and that was the next august and uh i brought it up again and i said hey 
are you like, do you see this going anywhere or is this dating just to date? And his response was, are you asking because you met my mom? Yeah, I am. Uh, yeah, sure am. Yeah, like every girl would. And he said, I could see where that would be confusing. <laughs> oh my God. Nope, not confused. I met your mom. <laughs> not confused. Yes. It happened. And he was very honest and said, I am not trying to waste anyone's time, but I don't know what I want in a partner. I don't know what I need in a partner. I don't know what I can give myself as a partner. And some people might say that's a cop-out, which whatever. Um, but at that point, I still wasn't in a place yet where I needed the commitment. Mm -hmm. I was busy doing my thing. It was nice to have him, but I wasn't in this place of, I want to be in a relationship. I want this and that and the other. So it was fine for me. So it went on for another few months. And then I was like, you know what? I don't know how I feel anymore. He was going out of town for the holidays for a few months. And that's when it really fizzled. And I was planning on when he came back, having the conversation of, hey, I think you're a great guy. I would like to stay friends. Yeah. I, like, I really do think There's you're like a no good guy. Though. Yeah. Um, but I want someone who can commit to me and who can really try to make this a relationship. But he never called me when he got back in town, so. Um, but you never heard from him? No, I've never spoken to him, ever, again. Uh, yeah. Not, like, you guys cold turkey it? Uh, yeah, supposedly. And then he uh, reached out to one of our friends to ask her to house it uh, this week. <laughs> <laughs> what the nerve. Uh, yeah, because no, he's which, moving. He's moving, too, isn't he? No. He's not moving? I don't, no, I don't think so. No, because the, the, he was moving because he was with a different company and he got a new job. So, anyway, huh. my point being... I don't think the guy's settling. We know, backstory here, this guy is very attractive, all the things, but he's, like, not... I don't think he's, like, settling. I don't think he's settling down. Like he's, I was going to say, I don't like that you just said he's not settling. No, it's he's not settling down. Yeah, settling down. <laughs> I'm really shooting myself in the foot with you today. You're you really like, are. Like, I'm dating a fuckboy. I'm settling. If he's I'm settling with, if he's with me. I met one Kyle that was a dick and I had to bring up. You know what? The other fuckboy name is Mark. Let's throw that one out there. And that... That is a fuckboy name. That's a fuckboy name. I will name. vouch for that. All right, guys. I've never dated one. Let's take out Kyle. No, let's not take him out because I know one really bad one. Okay, but I think we all know one really bad... I, I probably know a bad Frank. But oh. your Frank is great. You're right. You're right. Fair enough. I'm being. I'm being so a sour. I'm being a child. <laughs> okay. So I am being a child. Um. Okay. But anyway, Mark, my yeah. my long windedness goes to say I was not at a point where I needed commitment, so I had no problem dragging it out. A little over a year. Yeah. However, right now I'm at a point in my life where I want a relationship. I want commitment. I have that conversation with the person I'm dating now and he's in the same boat. So I have no problem. We've been talking since the end of February. I have no problem come like end of May, June. Like, Hey, it, like this is a thing or not. 
you don't even need to put a time frame on it though. Well, no, but yeah, just like let it go and it's gonna happen because I think he's totally on the same page as you. You're saying I don't need to put a time frame on it, but you're asking how long is too long before you know you need to walk away. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> okay, well, I was saying, okay, that that is good, but where I think the question lies is a guy that you already feel in your heart like the last guy you just were talking to from the get-go was a fuck boy he wasn't having those like conversations like i want to because you, you should be having in three four fifth date like do you want marriage do you want kids all that's especially yeah. at our age and i think at the point where you're realizing like you're getting to date somebody who's like not willing to commit or doesn't want to settle and is maybe being a fuck boy, I guess you can say that comes that, that, you know, pretty quickly, but sometimes you let it continue to drag on for like six, seven, eight months. And I think the one person that sticks in my head is an eighth, six, eighth monther. And it was like the hardest thing to walk away from. But the thing was, I knew I had to have the conversation, right? And I shouldn't have had to get to that point where I've had to have a conversation about it because the date relationship I'm in now, Frank asked me, I was like two, maybe two months in of this dating. Hey, no less. I want to be your girl. Like, I want you to be my girlfriend. And I was like, well, I, thought you, I thought you were my boyfriend, right? I literally did. <laughs> like, And I, you know, I, I think like, I didn't say that to him, but I really truly was like, no, we're already in this together. Like he, like you said, the guy you're talking to now got off the dating apps. I I felt like so comfortable and I trusted him. But when you don't feel that trust and you feel like you're in a non-committal thing, like how long do you let that go? Like, you know, as long as you want to be an emotional masochist. <laughs> <laughs> and we all have it in us to be that because nobody, the thing is, nobody likes starting over. Yeah. Yeah. It sucks. Nobody, oh, absolutely it's not. It's the fucking worst. It sucks starting over. It's the fucking worst. And it sucks when you're starting over because it's not essentially your choice. Like, you've met someone that you want to commit to, but they don't want to commit back. And as much as people say, well, you don't want to be with someone who doesn't want to be with you. No, yeah, I do. I want to be with this person, and they don't like me. And, and I want them not. to like me. Yeah, I want them to like me. And if I stay yeah. with them... A month longer, maybe they'll change it. And like we we do that, and not just in dating, we do that with jobs. We do that in all aspects of our life where we keep making these excuses to, well, let me just give it one more week and, and maybe this will happen, or let me give it two more weeks and maybe this will happen, or you know, and I don't think there's a right or wrong answer of how long is too long before you should leave because you're not getting the commitment you want. I think the question is how badly do you want commitment? Mm -hmm. Because if that's what you're really looking for, then get the fuck out. Yeah. It's so, so tough. And you're holding on to hope. And yeah. there are times when guys can change. Like I'm sure after, like I have a friend, her, and but this is different though. Her, they, he wasn't committing after a while. They split up and now they're, married because they had that break where they realized oh wow i missed this person oh wow we were really great together and that was that to me is not that they weren't a good fit for each other they it was the timing the yeah. timing was really wrong so sometimes it is timing but i do think like i don't know if you're wanting to meet somebody um have the whole thing and get married and 
kids is like, you got to have those questions like early on. And if they're not like, if you have all the time in the world and you're like, Hey, I don't want kids. Cause I do unfortunately think we're on almost sometimes like a time clock at our age. It was another podcast I was listening to. It's almost like I wish in a way, like we, as women, we didn't have to worry about that, but we unfortunately have this like thing in us where we're like, fuck, like if I could wait to have kids at 50, I, I honestly, I honestly would. <laughs> Maybe not. I'm kidding. That's a little bit late. That's a little. <laughs> I have a story about that, but continue. No, but I, yeah, I think honestly though, girls and guys or whatever, it's, and this is mostly, I think a woman thing dealing with this guys, I think deal with this kind of stuff differently and they can drag it on a lot longer and be cool with it, even though the girl's not committing, but they still have hearts too. I don't know. Yes. You don't see it much as much as girls yeah this problem yeah you don't um but speaking of the age thing and the time clock so i had my annual appointment uh on wednesday with my doctor who i love i think he's he's so wonderful he's an older older man and he's new my original doctor retired right when COVID hit and i was so sad because i just loved him yeah um but i went in and I mean, this is TMI for some listeners, but I really don't care. I have an IUD. Yeah. And so he was like, all right, you still have the IUD? I was like, I hope so. Like, I don't know. Is it still in there? <laughs> he laughed. He's like, ah. you know, um, are we removing it? And I said, fuck no, <laughs> we're not removing it. And he kind of looked at me and was like, Mm-mm, keep that bad boy up there. <laughs> and he laughed. He's like, all right. He's like, well, you know. I guess now you can like they now you can leave them in for up to seven years. So oh. he had said he's like, Do you want me to take it out? So I said, definitely no, do not touch it. Make sure it's secure. How long have you had it? Uh, I've only had it, I think it's been two years now. But it was originally like three or five years. And I think I did three. And he was saying that now you can leave it in for seven. Oh, okay. And I was like, if I have to leave it in for seven, we're gonna have a whole other set of mental issues. <laughs> and he just started laughing. <laughs> He was like, you're so great. And I was like, yeah, I'm not ready to take it out today. But if it has to be in there for seven years, I'm going to need to be on some kind of like mental health watch. I don't, I don't know. Um, But he was, and he very politely in the way that he does, he's like, all right, well, you know, they can come out at any time. And I was like, doc, I'm trying to find him. I am trying to find him. I promise you. I hope I come in one day and I'm like, hey. Time to pull it out. <laughs> it's like, we'll pop champagne. Um, oh, that's so funny. Yeah. It so. is so funny. You're going on this, like, almost this journey with your doctors. Because every time I do go to the doctors, yeah. they're like, so you're you're on birth control, right? I'm like, no. They're like, oh, okay. Are you, are like, are you dating somebody now? And I'm like, yes. And you're like, you're still not on birth control. And I was like, no, but anyway, we won't go down that path. I just don't want like to I don't... feel risky. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, uh, but I feel like they do every time I go in, like now that I've been dating somebody about almost three years, they're, they're like now they know him. But mm-hmm. before I felt like every time I'd come in and be like dating somebody and the next time I'd be like, I'm single. And the next time I come in, I'm dating somebody. <laughs> and do we need to like, test you again? Do we need to test you again? The nurse that, that did my vitals or whatever, she said, um, oh, she's doing the blood pressure and going through all the things. She's like, you married? I said, no. And then she goes, 
oh shit. And I was like, really? That's the reaction I get? And she's like, oh my gosh, no, 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 no. She goes, I just marked that your husband's deceased. I said, I haven't even met him and you're already killing him? <laughs> she was dying laughing. It was a great, do- it was a great doctor's visit for me this time, but no, it was <laughs> when you're, I, I'm 36 this year. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, I am technically a geriatric patient in terms of childbirth gynecology yeah, whatever right um so i mean they just want you to be aware but to to that point i am at a point the person that i'm dating we had a come on our first date he has kids and i said do you want more kids yes absolutely i want more kids yeah. i would love to adopt kids too that's amazing because that's important to you right like, like great yeah i was like so you want to get married again you want to have more yes 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 great perfect because if he had said no, or he's like, I don't really know what I'm looking for. As much fun as we had, I'm pretty confident that I would have said, I'm really looking for something serious now. Mm-hmm. I was not a year ago. I was fine being in a situation where there was no titles, there was no anything. Yeah. So I think the question of when do you let it, when do you walk away, it's, when do you get to a point where you are so passionate about what you want that you're willing to fight for it? I love that. Yeah. I think that's, and I'm at that point. I want to fight for it. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. That's in a, in a non-committal situation. Isn't speaking of less of you as a person. It's just, if that's what you want at that moment, then have that. Yeah, but absolutely. If you really want to get married and you want to have kids, then maybe after six months with someone and they still can't even have a conversation about why they can't commit or why they're not ready to commit, then I think that's a point of it's time to walk away. Yeah. No, you made a really good point too. If you're at a point in your life where you're good with having just like a hookup and somebody who you're just hanging out with and that's fine right like do your thing yeah but it gets to a point where that's not it's in not line with you you're yeah. not on the same page with that person that's when you're going to come out of this with a really big heartbreak because you're gonna it's not gonna be the outcome you want yeah um but no yeah you're you're 100 right like totally go for it if you want to have sex and do your thing so i'm like almost jealous of like people who could like do that especially like i feel like after i've gotten heartbroken before i just wanted to jump into something else immediately and find something i can like just be with where i'm like yeah i should have just like took that time to have fun well some wonderful fatherly advice that i received (laughs) From Dr. Bob. Dr. Bob, a.k.a. her her father. A.k.a. Daddy-o. The best way to get over someone is to get under someone else. (laughs) And yes, my father told me that. I think that was in college. Damn, Dad. Oh, my God. I love it. It's something we all say, but having a parent say it is just... (laughs) It's just... A whole nother level. Oh my God. I love it. Yeah. I, I mean, I think the only thing I can say is like for somebody who does want commitment and all that stuff, I think 
I just think based on experience, if you're so nervous to have that conversation, you're so nervous, you know your answer. Right. That's your answer. It's not, right. it's not happening. Those, and I think this goes off of what you were saying earlier about our friend who said, I didn't know it was so easy and it was supposed to be so easy. But when you're with someone where things are right and there's that mutual respect and you have that safe space, even having hard conversations should not cause nauseating anxiety. Like Mm -hmm. the kid that I'm dating, we have had some really deep conversations. We haven't even been dating a month, but fortunately we've already created a level of respect where and I know what I want. And like I said, like I'm ready to fight for what I want. So I don't have a problem putting that topic of conversation on the table yeah. and having that conversation. But yes, I a thousand percent agree with you. Yeah. 90% of the time people are afraid to have these conversations is because they already know the answer and they don't like it. Well, they're making excuses. Of, right. Well, no, no. I'm like, it's, it's most likely getting to the point where your answer, you are, they already know the answer. It's just, you're holding on to it. And I'm no, I've done it. I have no we've stranger. We've all done it. I think every person, yeah, we, we, we know has done this. Um, Even in friendships, you do it. Yeah. I, I will say it's like my best advice from experience is like just cutting a cold turkey because I went back to that person for like two more years and it was terrible decision of mine and I almost like kept wanting it to change oh this time will be different so that would be one thing I'd say is I you know you're gonna get the same outcome however it depends how that is initiated the next time around if they had that serious conversation with you and like listen I fucked up last time I really had time to think about this and reflect and I want to take this seriously and I want to be committed to you that's different right person jumping in the same thing we were doing before right and I and I did that I, I think everybody's probably just They're went back to the same lean into the same thing because I don't think anybody wants to be alone some people are comfortable I'm comfortable being alone some nights like I like Frank goes out and I'm like Richardson's on perfect but by the way it's the best show <laughs> But like being, knowing you have that comfort in somebody, I don't think majority people, I think somebody, they all want to have that comfort of knowing somebody's there eventually. They're fine being alone for a while, but I think most people want to have that. I was say, I think, I don't think people grow up with the hope that they are going to live their life forever without a partner. Yeah. And die alone in the sense of not having a partner because i i don't like right even if i wasn't dating this person i'm not alone i've got a great group of friends yeah yeah but i don't have a life partner and as happy as i am with myself and my job and my friends yes i think it would be great to have a partner but i think you get into this terrible territory of we have these expectations as a society that you need to be with someone to be happy and you don't You can be happy without a partner, but I think it's wonderful when you can add another layer of happiness by having a partner in your life. Yeah, because you can get, 
you can become comfortable and you can be quite fine and happy alone. You can, and you know, there's a ton of people out there, but yeah, it's a societal society pressure that we talked about before. Yeah. Well, there's a difference between being alone and being lonely. Yeah. Yeah. And I will tell you this, like, I would not be, I have found out a lot about myself that I'm now truthful about. And I even talked to one of my old college friends. I, so I went to school in Connecticut before I transferred down here to Tampa, UT. And she, I met with her and she was like, you were always so hung up on like meeting somebody. And it was like always interesting. And I was like, man, I was, I always thought like I needed to have like somebody next to me or that's what, like, that's what's supposed to be right. And it, it got till I always felt like that until I was literally 29. Like 29 was a pivotal year for me where I was like, yeah, I know I want to be with somebody. I, mm-hmm. I want a life partner, but I need to figure out, this is a whole, this is a lot of other topic, I guess, but I need to figure out me and like what I love about myself and just like right. be happy about myself first before I can. So I remember that year and a half and it was a year and a half before I met Frank. I was like, Probably, I, I had my nights and my sad nights, but I was so happy. I remember calling my mom, like, I'm so happy right now. Like, I also could have been going to, because I got out of, like, a relationship I wasn't happy in. But, yeah, yeah I just remember being like, all right, I'm doing this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to date. I'm going to have fun. But I'm also just going to do me. And, yeah. And I think, for me, personally, I never really felt lonely unless there was a certain situation. Like, on a day-to-day basis... I'm totally fine doing my own thing. You know, I have my routine. I go to the gym in the morning. I walk the dogs. I have my work day. I have my friend. Like, I don't feel that on a day-to-day basis. But there were certain instances where maybe something happened at work that was amazing. And I was like, man, it'd be really nice to, like, pop a bottle of wine with someone who wants to celebrate with me. Which I, the other day, I got a great compliment at work. And I shared it with two of my girlfriends who totally hyped me up and they're like oh my god that's an amazing compliment blah, you never blah, blah. texted me about that nope, I did rude not. and you never made an open table <laughs> reservation including me either it's really fucking rude <laughs> <laughs> burn <laughs> but you know my dad was recently diagnosed with cancer and when i got that news i remember and didn't include you in this because I texted everyone. It was late at night. I think it was like 10 45, 11 o'clock. And I sent a text to a bunch of people like, Hey, is anyone awake? And nobody was awake. And that's when I felt really lonely because I just wanted to talk to someone and it didn't need to be a male partner. It could have been a friend, but everyone was sleeping or didn't have their phone on or whatever. And so that was a moment of just sadness that I did not have a partner. So I think it's not on the day to day. I think it's more circumstantial where things magnify the fact that you don't have one. Absolutely. Like moments like that in your life that are so tough. Um, And we listened to one podcast, that podcast girls got to eat. And they're both very content where they are both like in their mid thirties, I think uh, right now. And they're, they're single. Um, And One's like, you know, I'm good with what I'm doing. I'm dating people in different area codes. I'm cool. Yeah. But she said when I'm sick or if I have something, she's like, that was those are the moments where I'm like, damn, I wish I had somebody. Right. Um, I like that vulnerability that they have as well. They're being honest. Yeah. Like, it fucking sucks. Like, but yeah, I mean, at the same time, like, yeah, 
I don't know. It's, it's, I think it's just innate in us that having a partner almost. Like, yeah. Yeah. But, or at least speaking from experience, <laughs> I think it, for me, it's better to be alone than to be in a shitty situation. My God. Yeah. Absolutely. But we don't always realize that. Well, I think it's like people will stick out some shit relationships uh-huh. just to not be alone. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Wow. Been down that path. <laughs> That's That was the pivotal year of my life. Yeah. Not knocking this person anyway. He just was not my person. Yeah. Um, I was just really, really not myself and all that, that stuff. And he's happy now, by the way. Super happy for him. Good. Engaged. Oh. Yeah. Very happy. I messaged him. We're, we, we were better as friends. We both messaged each other, by the way. Like, um, I, well, we kept, I think, you know, we kept in contact you after we broke, for a while. broke up and we were just friends. He, when I was single after we broke up, I invited him out to hang with my mom and grab drinks. Like, yeah. I'm like, wait, why are we way better as friends? And Megan, my best friend was like, you guys would have been best friends if you guys didn't date. Cause mm-hmm. like, it's so odd to me. Cause he has like such just like sense of humor that is so weird and like funky and funny and mean at the same time, like sarcastic. And I'm yeah. like. I like it, but as a girlfriend, not my thing. But no, I I remember just like I said, like after we broke up, I was like, damn, like it's better to be single, I think, than dragging that stuff out. Like I I just felt like a ton of bricks off my shoulders. You really do. And I think that's, that's such a good feeling because that's when you know that you made the right decision. The second you speak the words or whatever happens, like you might feel so upset in that moment, but the second you stop to breathe and you feel that weight lifted, it's just like, wow, that was, that was what I needed to do. And I don't think people realize how much that bleeds into other areas of their life unknowingly until they finally get rid of it. And it's like, oh, Mm -hmm. I was acting this way because I'm channeling my frustration or my disappointment or whatever into xyz and yeah i think when you feel that sense of relief that's a a really good sign of i made the right decision yeah yep so yeah so moral of the story moral of the story guys (laughs) just go for what you want and if someone if someone cannot verbalize and give you the conversation as to why they can't or don't want to commit to you that's probably not something that you want to explore further with yeah and I think you need to date for a little while first and I don't think there should be a a time constraint on it necessarily but I think you're dating someone and when you get to a point where you are ready to make a commitment and you bring it up and they can't have that conversation or they can't even say to you hey, I'm not ready because X, Y, Z. I think that's when it's time to go. Whether it's three months or eight months or 16 months. If you're in a place where you're ready and that's what you want and they cannot give you any explanation, it's time to go. That's a great, that's great advice. Right. Don't put a time frame on it when you're ready to get to that point where like, okay, I need, I think I'm ready. I want to commit myself to this person. I want to see where they're at and they're not. Then because if they're able to say to you, I'm not ready to commit yet because, and they have a valid reason. And let's be honest, it needs to be able to, I I'm trying to think of like what a reason would be, but if they're talking about 
I can't commit because of blah, blah, blah. But when I'm with you, I feel X, Y, Z way. I see myself being able to commit or mm-hmm. I'm not afraid to commit. I'm just not there yet, whatever. Yeah. But then if you have to have that conversation multiple times, then yeah. Yeah. I think they're just kind of pulling you along. Yeah. Yeah. Pulling your, pulling your strings. So sure. So strings. Pulling on the pull, strings. Strings yeah. pulling. Pulling strings. <laughs> Dragging you through the fucking dirt. <laughs> All right, too far. Um, yeah. Well, we've been there, and I hope that anybody listening just uh, I hope this helps. I don't know anybody in a similar situation. Yeah, fight for what you want. Yeah, and if you can't get it, sucks. But go to the next one. Yeah, yeah. And I know it sucks, right? Like dating, dating again. But I swear, like you said, like uh, our friend said. You have to, it takes work or something. What did she say? Like going on dating apps, she's like, you have to put effort into it. Yeah, it's a job. It's a, yeah, it is a, it's job. a job. Yeah. So just keep that in mind. It's not a fucking fun time, but there are some people who are very fortunate enough to like meet yeah, the you first say. person. Well, well, not the first person, but you. Yeah, I did go on some room. <laughs> I was saying, we're organically at a bar. You I get mean, some good stories out of it. Yeah, that's for sure. We want to make another story of how we met. We're going to figure it out. Oh, I have. I'm kidding. Speaking of that, (laughs) so the person that I'm dating, um, I'm the first person they actually went out with from Bumble. So they had talked to other people. Okay. And it made sense because we had been talking for about two weeks. And I was like, all right, we need to go out. Yeah. But he had like his schedule with his kids and then I was out of town for work. So it wasn't that off the wall that it had been two weeks, but I was like, shit, like, let's go. Yeah. So we went to top golf and great first date. And he said like, you're the first girl from Bumble I've actually taken out. And we got into the conversation. He said he wasn't wanting to do online dating, but his buddies at work convinced him to get on whatever. And he's like, yeah, I always thought I'd meet a girl in like a pumpkin patch. And I was like, a what? I was like, do you think single girls are just trolling pumpkin? Like what fucking Hallmark movie are you living in? Most people, women in pumpkin patches are with with their their kids or doing their engagement photos or like whatever. I was like, single girls don't hang out at pumpkin patches, but I did tell him after we had gone on a few dates, I was like, look, if we're still dating, come the fall, we'll go to a pumpkin patch. We'll pretend we're strangers. You can get my number and then you can tell everybody that you met me at a pumpkin patch if that makes you feel better. <laughs> I'll then go behind your back and be like, Bumble, we met on Bumble. We met on Bumble, yeah. Bumble, and I gave him the worst pickup line I've ever given anybody. Oh, God, what was that? I don't think I told you this. Oh, no. So I was ready to delete Bumble. Okay. And I had had too much wine to drink one night. I was laying in bed. And <laughs> I got the notification, and I, I thought he was, he only had two pictures, and the second one, I couldn't see his face. Oh, no. Right. And the first one was hot. He was in a tux. It was at a wedding. He looked. Yeah. So it's great. Right. Yeah. And we match, and I'm like, in my wine drunken stupor in bed, I'm like, going for it. And I messaged him and said, great smile. Now that I'm here, what are your other two wishes? <laughs> so I was like, this is either 
gonna be great or this is gonna be fucking terrible. <laughs> and he bought into it. And so that's why I'm like, okay. <laughs> that's amazing. Because well, you got a good sense me. of humor. What's yeah. that? Like, I feel like I have a good sense of humor, but I also have a really stupid sense of humor. Yeah, and so, he got it. He liked it. Yeah. That's One point. of my friends who, when she was on Bumble, her first thing was either, what's your favorite Shaggy song? Okay. Or Shaggy sings, um, she called me on the counter. Wasn't me. Saw me banging. I'm like, so terrible. Terrible okay. musician. Yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite Shaggy song? Or she would do, let's get ready to bumble. Yeah. I like that one. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> she said, she's like, if they can't laugh at that or respond yeah. to it, they're not the type of person I want to be with anyway. I like, what's your favorite Shaggy song? That's good. Yeah. That's good. So I, yeah, that was my pickup line. Oh, and... It exactly worked. I don't think I would it ever try best. again. Yeah, I, I I had no clever pickup lines when I was on dating apps. So I just kind of did the, hey, what's up? Or, uh, how's your Tuesday? <laughs> I hate this fucking thing. What's up? Like, what's going on? But I usually, like, I, um, would hope that they liked a photo or something like I would hope because I always like wanted them to and then I'd take it from there well, and Bumble, be confident you, you have like, to initiate yeah I didn't so, use Bumble too much I would always try I would hope that they had something in their profile that I could reference yeah so the one guy that didn't like plans had a Miami Dolphin shirt so yeah. I was like oh your team sucks yeah the yeah. guy you suck well, I can say his name because you already fucking said it. Kyle. His name is Kyle. He is fuck the Kyle. Fuck boy. His new nickname is Fuckboy <laughs> Kyle. He had nothing. He had nothing on his profile. So I really had uh, nothing you to go ri- off You of. really risked it. Yeah. You risked it for a biscuit. <laughs> yeah, sure. Well, I got my biscuit and it's been buttered, so it's all good. <laughs> 